Good morning, brothers and sisters, and this is second weekend of Lent. I don't know if you're like me, I'm dead tired. <laughs> New time of the year, right? <laughs> Praise God, it gets lighter throughout the day, though. What a powerful day with the transfiguration of Jesus Christ. And it's really these curious readings that we heard today. In the first reading, we were hearing about these images of a, really a covenant between Abraham and God. And that's kind of a very bizarre thing that's going on. You have all these animals that were slaughtered as a sacrament between God and Abraham, and they're walking through it. And it gets to the point where it is dark. And these animals are there, and God passes through them to get a new connection with Abraham himself. And then we hear about the St. Paul's writing to the Philippians about how each of us have bodies. And they're, they're kind of odd, odd and typical normal bodies for us. But imagine what he's talking about, what happens with me in our lives, especially after we die. Like, what is your body going to be in heaven? I think that's a great question that we ask throughout our lives, especially as we keep growing, growing older and older and older. What happens to this going on? when we're in heaven beyond earth. And then I love, and I'm sorry, I'm tired, but we hear about transfiguration, which means going beyond one thing to another. And if we knew a thing of Greek, again, it's way too early to talk about this, but the word that is similar in transfiguration in English, the Greek word is metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. And if you think that biological use of that word, it is a profound change in form from one stage to the next. Kind of like an organism, like a caterpillar that turns to a pupa and from that becomes an adult butterfly. So when I think about this transfiguration of the changing of Jesus Christ on the apostles with James John and Peter, imagine what they're thinking watching this, the top of a mountain. And Jesus took Peter, John, and James and went to the mountain to pray. While he was praying, and can imagine this if you were there watching this. Imagine Jesus as your image of Jesus in your heart. And what does it look like for you in your imagination? Uh, first, when he was praying, his face changed in appearance and his clothing became dazzling white. And behold, the men were conversing with him, Moses and Elijah. And those two are purifiable, perfect in the Old Testament, walking with God to do their mission. Like Moses, of course, going out of Exodus and Elijah as a prophet, teaching God's people to grow closer to him. Now imagine, think about Peter and his companions. They were by, overcoming by sleep. And it's, it's very bizarre to start with it, what's going on with what Jesus looks like and how tired they are, like we are today, being tired. And then they saw the glory and the two, stand, the two men standing with him 
with Moses and Elijah. And of course, we have this great thought from Peter. Like, he wants to stay. They want to have even more tents, like three tents, one with him and his buddies, and then Moses and Elijah to keep them there in the the top of this mountain. And all of a sudden, he did not know what he was saying. (laughs) I think that's funny with Peter. We're not sure what he's saying. While he was still speaking, a cloud came and cast a shadow over them. And I keep keeping your imagination. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my chosen son. Listen to him. Of course, that's God, the Father, speaking to his son in a presence that's beyond their normal lives. To hear God, the Father, to speak about his son on the top of this mountain. This is my chosen son again. And the voice had spoken, Jesus is found alone. So this whole imagination and occurrence going on, it just stopped. They felt silence, did not at that time tell anyone what was going on and what had happened. I think for this weekend is for us to think about how are you hearing God speaking about his son Jesus Christ? And how is Jesus speaking to you in your heart as well? How do we still listening to God in many powerful things at the Mass, like the readings, like the intercession prayers, like the creed, like the fact that we priests take these dinky little hosts and wine into Jesus' body and blood, soul, and divinity. We physically know, physically, and hopefully always remember that we see Jesus all the time. And today we saw a a taste in these readings about the transfiguration of what body is from heaven to our planet as a human. And I love, again, it's kind of a good image for us as humans, what happens to the caterpillar that then comes into a butterfly that kind of odd do this beautiful creature from one to the other. And so what Peter and James and John were seeing quickly, they were seeing a typical human that looks average and normal. And then they see the taste of his glorification of who he really is, is God. A God is a human, but the God is also himself as a God. So praise God for this celebration, the transfiguration of Jesus Christ, that we always try to get closer and closer with him in our spiritual world, and again to thank our Father that said, listen to him. So today at the rest of the Mass, the rest of the day, this week, how can you listen to Jesus Christ in your heart?